Welcome to the Power 30 podcast powered by InfoSync to power people, enabling them to maximize their success because we believe everyone deserves to be successful. Welcome to the Power 30 podcast. And today I'm speaking with Christian Johnson, VP of Channel Partnerships at SIB Fixed Cost Reduction. Christian, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Ashley. I'm thrilled. Um, so today we're talking about inflation and how multi-unit companies can find cost savings opportunities to help ease some of those inflation challenges. What are you seeing across different industries and how is inflation affecting multi-unit companies? Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, a lot of inflation has to do with the food pricing without a doubt that has skyrocketed and affected all of our clients, whether it's restaurant groups or, or any other industry. Um, so it's the pricing, but also all the other issues that are, are have kind of come to light recently. So looking at labor shortages, looking at um, you know, delivery and service fees and, you know, what you're getting for what you're paying for um, and all of the ways that the vendors are trying to make up the margins that they're losing. It's a really interesting time to be in the audit world when it comes to vendors and contracts and how they're. Uh, you know, not only servicing our clients, but what's happening with the invoicing as well. You know, the labor shortage has definitely created challenges for everybody across the board. And when you have a limited staff, it's a challenge to maintain costs and profitability with such a high turnover and the need to be constantly recruiting and training new employees. You're ordering new uniforms, setting up new employees in your store systems. All of these things take up so much time when you're constantly bringing on new staff. But what about these higher interest rates? We've been waiting to see how the multi-unit industry is going to be affected, especially if M&A activity will slow down. How do you see the interest rates impacting companies, and do you believe there's a cost savings opportunity there? Um, absolutely. So um, one of the things that we've found that that's directly related to the interest rates is our clients and their banking relationships. So for the last few years, when interest rates were at essentially zero, um, clients of ours that have their money in banks were, were making almost no money off of that. We even saw some negative interest rates on our accounts, um, where historically you're able to obviously earn some interest on those. So we're always looking at the earning credits on our clients' bank fee statements. And in the last four or five months, interest rates have gone up. But what we've noticed is that our clients, their earnings credits are not going up with their banks unless they uh, come calling. And so the one area that that this does benefit our client is, you know, being able to go to their banker, work with their banker and make sure that the earnings credits um, on their accounts are keeping up with the increasing interest rates. Because if they're, you know, staying at, at zero or you know, 0.25% where they should be at, at 1.25%, then the bank's basically making all the money off of uh, your savings and you're not getting the benefit of that. Speaking of fee increases, the SIB fixed cost reduction team are experts at finding hidden costs and saving companies on overhead. So we talked just briefly, you mentioned um, the bank fees, but what are other hidden costs or fees that you're finding and how are you finding them? Yeah, so most of the areas that we review at SIB, so think about all those back end overhead expenses, the recurring 
you know, telecom fees, waste removal fees, pest control, all those expenses. They're generally going to be contracted for usually three or four years with the vendors. And a lot of time that pricing is pretty locked in. So what we're seeing recently is that vendors are getting very creative in the ways that they tack on additional uh, service fees or line items on the invoices. So, you know, historically, you might just have a fuel surcharge. But now it's a fuel surcharge plus environmental fees plus landfill fees. And when you see that on a single line item, it's very hard to break out what should be on there and what should not be on there. And another thing, and this is very recent, the last month or so, gas prices have started to go down, but we've noticed that none of the fuel surcharges are actually going down. So staying on top of all of that and making sure that your vendors aren't aren't adding arbitrary fees to your invoicing and just double checking to make sure that you're actually paying what you're contracted to pay. Um, we've seen a lot of increases in what might be, you know, material handling fees that used to be $5 and now they're $35. Um, we even saw, this was a, a funny one. There was an urban delivery fee on an invoice, which is, you know, a completely made up bogus fee that the vendors uh, put on there just to, you know, kind of cushion their margins a little bit. So uh, keep a really tight eye on what you're paying on those actual invoices versus the contracts, because it's never a huge difference that's gonna jump out, but it might be, you know, 10, 15, $20. But if you end up paying that increase at 30 locations and month after month with a handful of vendors all going up by these little incremental steps, it's the death by a thousand cuts situation. Yeah, a lot of times it's not intentionally deceitful, um, without a doubt. Um, so one of the things that we're always careful of is just to make sure when we go into an audit that we're that our client is paying what the market industry should bear, right? So we're looking at what one you know one of our clients pays and comparing it to the other. So we're just double checking to make sure that the vendors are billing everything correctly the way the way that the contract has been set up. And, and and making sure that they're getting a good and a fair price for that. Um, but yeah, a lot of this isn't, um, you know, deceitful increases. It's just, you know, it's just ways that they can, you know, make sure that um, the margins are there where they should be. And um, our job is just to make sure that our clients are are always paying a fair price. What do you think is the most common area where companies are overpaying that you've seen? Sure. So our, if you look at all the savings that we find at SIB between, you know, every client, not only in the restaurant world, but outside of that as well, um, telecom bank fees and waste removal are always the, the biggest areas of spend that we're usually able to affect pretty drastically. Um, bank fees is interesting because there's not a lot of transparency to the pricing between clients because there's so many different ways that you can um, look at the bank's profitability. And also it's, it can be a sensitive relationship because, you know, clients are going in there looking for loans, you know, banks help out in a lot of ways outside of just pricing. So certainly that needs to be taken into effect. Um, but when we compare uh, bank pricing, you know, we're looking at loan rates, we're looking at, uh, you know, the, the earnings credits, we're looking at, at credit card processing that might run through them and just making sure that the client's you know, all the all the, the cash that they're, you know, running through that bank is where it should be. Um, another area that we we always, you know, caution clients to keep a heads up on is 
the bank fees themselves. Um, obviously, you know, banks make money, but a lot of times we'll talk to a client that say, oh, we don't pay any bank fees. But usually if you're not paying bank fees, that means that there's other things that are going on behind the scenes. And so it's usually, you know, you're not getting a, a good enough interest rate or earnings credit on the money you have in there, um, or you're paying higher than average for your, you know, merchant fees if you run those through the bank. So we're looking at all those different levers on bank fees to make sure that that you're, you know, the bulk of that relationship is where it should be. And the, the levers aren't higher in one side and lower on the other side. But, it, but banks always make money somehow. Um, so people that say they don't pay any bank fees, is, it's never actually the case. Great. So we've mentioned bank fees and telecom waste removal. How many different areas is SIB auditing for your um, clients when you do a cost savings analysis? So for the restaurant world, we're generally focusing on about 10 or 15 line items uh, across the board in other industries. It, it climbs a lot higher, but, you know, outside of, of those couple, you mentioned the telecom, the bank fees and the waste removal. Um, we're still finding a lot of finding a lot of savings in armored car, uh, pest control services, linen laundry services, property taxes, um, the, the merchant card, which I mentioned earlier. Um, you know, we can look at UPS, FedEx shipping. So any of those backend recurring expenses, uh, what we do not look at is, um, you know, franchise food costs. We don't look at labor pricing. Um, anything that's client facing, we're hands off. Um, we're looking at all those backend overhead uh, recurring expenses. Well, you're going through that list and it's just, to me, sounds like there's such a huge opportunity and often missed opportunity for cost savings on fixed assets or or back office overhead that we're not even thinking about. Christian, give me, um, if you can, a real life example of a company or client that you've helped analyze and find cost savings for. Yeah, absolutely. So we have a, a really good example that was recent. It's a, uh, a restaurant group. It's an InfoSync client that's run by a, a private equity group, but they've got about 130 locations uh, across our portfolio. And where we were really able to come in and help is a lot of the categories I mentioned earlier, um, the linen laundries, bank treasury fees, phone internet, and the solid waste. Um, but I'll tell you, resonating off of what you just mentioned, the, the area that we're, we're, we're seeing more and more is not necessarily that um, it's the, the money side of it. The savings is obviously great, but most companies are running pretty lean on their, uh, their executive teams. So they need to be focusing on, you know, the quality of the guest experience. They need to be focusing on the labor um, and they need to be focusing on their food pricing. And all of the expenses that SIB reviews are generally the bottom 10 to 20% of their expenses. So the way that we, um, what we're seeing a lot of our clients uh, more recently, they say, you know, my finance team has gone from from ten people to three people, or they're they're short staffed, or whatever it might be, and and they just don't have the time to put into looking at these, you know, smaller expenses. And it might be, yeah, the, the bottom fifteen percent. They need to be focusing on the more important initiatives, and instead of just ignoring the areas that we review. You know, it's a lot better to outsource that uh, to a third party that has expertise. And 
you know, the way that we're, we're effective overall, we've got about 400 auditors that we've hired from the areas that they're now uh, auditing. So they know all the, the, the tips and tricks because they've sat on the other side of the table. Plus we've done about 14,000 restaurant locations across the country. So we have a tremendous amount of comparable data. You know, if you took a, an, an exit off a main highway, you know, there might be 10 restaurants off of that exit. And there's a good chance that three of those might be our clients. And so we can take all the data we have from, from um, people that are literally a block away and compare the pricing with what you're currently paying and just make sure that it's, you know, what we call best in class, making sure you're getting a good fair price that's competitive and making sure that you're built correctly. I think that, you know, typically what happens is you sign that contract, you have a vendor that you've got a good relationship with, and you just trust that that contract is um, up to date and accurate and that you're getting the best in class pricing and you're not going to um, spend resources analyzing that data to make sure that all of those contracts with all of those vendors are on point. So I think it's a valuable service. What, what is the average found cost savings among your clients or what is your biggest win to date? Um, you know, it's hard to, to pick an average because a lot of it depends on, on a few main parameters. One, um, geographically, we find uh, more success in some states than others. And a lot of that depends on state regulation and uh, pricing regulation. So a lot of, for example, cities in California, um, it, the, the, waste is, the waste removal is standardized. They'll pick a, a vendor to actually haul it, but all of the pricing is set per the, the city. So there's areas that we you know, are not able to negotiate because it's a fixed price. Same with utilities. Um, so there's, there's a lot of areas that we can't really affect. Um, you know, we just recently worked with a, an InfoSync client and out of uh, six different categories that we reviewed, we're averaging 21% savings uh, across the board, which was pretty, a pretty great win for us. And that just came through the other day. Um, but, but again, it, it ranges some, uh, you know, some clients that, that have stayed on top of it, uh, we're, we're finding, you know, it might be a, a five to 10% average, but there's certainly times when we can look at obscure categories and end up with 50 to 60% savings. You, you really, it's a, it's a calculated treasure hunt for us. And, and there's not a lot of consistency because it depends on, you know, a, how well it was negotiated originally how long ago it was negotiated, how much time's left on that existing contract. But generally we're between 15 and 30% for most of the categories that we review. And when you say 15 to 30%, we're talking about thousands and or even hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. Correct. So we're not talking pennies here. We're talking a significant cost savings on the bottom line. Yeah, when you add it all up, it's, um, you know, it's it's savings that you know in areas that obviously people have worked on these, and it's it's found money. And if you think about what, you know, three hundred thousand dollars in straight savings, and you know how much you would have to increase revenue to get that sort of a benefit, it's a it's a pretty easy process. If if you know you're working off of, and restaurants consistently have, you know, pretty tight margins. But um, actually did an analysis a couple of years ago for a Burger King client. I figured out uh, we were talking about what their their profit margin was for a uh, you know a number one combo meal, the Whopper combo, and how much they made off of a you know average. Let's say it's a seven dollar combo, 
and we figured out that each location, they'd have to figure out how to sell, I think it was about 300 more number one meals to equate to the uh, the savings that we, we were able to find just by auditing these indirect expenses. Um, so there can be a, a pretty big difference when you look at the, you know, the direct savings that we can affect versus what they would have had to sell to hit that same benefit. That's incredible. Are there a lot of competitors in your industry and or what sets SIB apart from other companies that claim to help multi-unit companies find cost savings? Um, yeah, absolutely. So I think one of the big differences with SIB is that we've been able to build up a team of experts that have worked in these areas themselves. So a lot of times what we'll see is, is certain areas have specific industry experts. So there's consultants that look just at credit card processing. There's consultants that and, and, and brokers that just look solely at waste removal. Um, there's some that look at utilities without a doubt. There's a lot of utility consultants out there. Um, and one of the things that we think is pretty unique about SIB is that we can look at, you know, all of these categories at once. And instead of you having to go through, you know, six different companies to find savings in six different areas, uh, we're able to do it all at once. And we feel like the team that we have can go toe to toe with anybody else, anybody else's list of experts um, without a doubt. I think the other unique area that, that we bring is we've done work with, I mentioned it's about uh, 14,000 restaurant uh, locations across the country, but we also have a lot of, uh, you know, similar, if not more experience in the hotel world. We look at hospitality, we look at healthcare. So everything from a dock in the box to major healthcare systems. Uh, we have a lot of retail clients. So the, the amount of cross industry data can really help when we go in to do an audit because there's sometimes when we can leverage the pricing from you know let's say it's a, a pep boys down the road from your restaurant and maybe the pep boys is getting better pricing than most of the restaurants on the same road and so we're able to leverage that cross industry data to make sure we're getting the absolute best price for our clients regardless of what industry they're in I think one of the things I, I personally want to touch on that I don't think we've discussed yet today, Christian, one of the other things that sets SIB apart is the fact that your cost savings analysis is free. You're correct. Our analysis is completely free. And one of the big benefits um, with InfoSync clients is that because of this partnership, we can pull all of the information or maybe 95% of the information directly from the, the InfoSync system. And one of the, the things that we hear very consistently when we're talking to send new clients is they say, oh, well, we tried this with utilities a few years ago and we had to gather, you know, 12 months worth of bills at every single location. And they came back, it took us a long time to get them what they needed and the juice wasn't really worth the squeeze. And because of the InfoSync relationship, um, once we get a contract signed and a letter of agency signed, um, we're able to run an analysis, come back to you with what vendors we're going to recommend reviewing and what uh, spend categories. And we can also provide an estimate of what we think the based on averages, the savings should be. And from there, it's your choice to decide whether you want to pursue it or not. But after we get that engagement letter signed, we can pull literally almost everything from that InfoSync portal 
And most of our clients, after the review is completed, the you know 30 to 60 day review period, our clients are saying, you know, they're they're on average spending maybe two to three hours over a three to four month period. And so we've really tried to hone our process. So it takes as little time from our clients as possible. And we're doing as much of the legwork as we can on the back end. And ideally, you know, once we get the contract signed, the letter of agency signed, we're doing all our work behind the scenes. And we come back to the client and say, you know, hey, here's a renewal of your current contract. It's 22% less. There's no changes in service levels. There's no changes in anything. It's a straight renewal for, you know, with, with a discount. If you sign this, you should start start seeing the savings in the next billing cycle or within two billing cycles. Um, so it, it truly was the, the way that we've set it up internally is is very streamlined, knowing that the executive we, executives that we work with are are extremely busy. Um, and then to your point earlier, Ashley, I wanted to mention this. The analysis is completely free. SIB is solely compensated based on a share of the savings. So the theory is if you guys are spending $10,000 currently with a vendor, we're able to go in and do our work and make that $10,000 bill go down to 6,000. Then each and every month, we're double checking the bill to make sure it's correct. And we look at the delta of the savings. So, you know, the benchmark to start out before you hired us was 10,000. And now you're paying 6,000, so we're saving 4,000 in total. And we do a 50-50 split of that savings. So you would be saving 4,000 with the vendor and you pay us 2,000 of that. So it's a, a very simple 50-50 split of that savings, but you're only paying us the month after you save the money in the prior month. So it's our job to make sure the pricing does not go up and we're double checking each and every month, checking every line item to make sure that it stays the same and there's no arbitrary price increases because selfishly, if the price goes up, we're making less money. So we're double checking each month and then we're also continually looking for more savings opportunities. So if there's anything we think that, you know, additionally can help, uh, we're obviously gonna bring that to your attention and try to drive the maximum savings. I wanna point out this is not like we're going to get you a ton of savings upfront type situation. This is, we're going to show you what we can save you in a year. And then over time, if you stick with us, savings could be exponentially more because there aren't arbitrary fee increases. Um, we're monitoring them all of the time, which is a service in itself. And then that those month to month savings over time will add up overall. So I think that's important to note. And I think that it's important to note that this is not if you give us x amount of dollars up front we'll tell you what we can save you right it's incredible um it's a great model i love that sib um is set up to help clients maximize their success and not just um take from their savings so i think that's great yeah you're exactly right and one of the things we've seen with other you mentioned um you know competitors uh there's some companies that we know that are out there that will come back and say you know, hey, we we renewed your Verizon mobile phone contract. Here's the new contract. Um, you know, it's going to drop your price by, you know, ten thousand dollars each month. So um, if you sign this, then you write us a check for, you know, one hundred fifty thousand dollars because that's what your savings is going to be over the next two years. And obviously, with a lot of other vendors, um, or like a lot of vendors, that pricing can go up, and we don't think it's fair that you know, to project theoretical pricing. So we only, uh, 
uh, sharing the savings after we can prove on an invoice that last month your your actual bill was lower than when you hired us due to our effort. And we have a savings report that has copies of the original benchmark bill we started with and then copies of the last month's bill and break all that out. Um, and actually, another thing I wanted to mention, uh, if we're going to talk about the SIB process, I think is very important. Um, with a lot of other competitors and people in the in the consulting space, they're getting paid by the vendors um, to be essentially a sales rep. So, you know, why they while the website might say consulting, generally to engage with them, you're going to have to switch to their preferred vendor, and which might uh, save you money without a doubt. Um, but that vendor change can be difficult and there can be hurdles to it. And, and we're certainly sensitive to that. There's times when we might recommend a vendor change, but overall our goal is to keep our clients with the same vendor, uh, no reduction in services or service levels, um, and, and just make sure that the pricing is as good as it can be. And usually because of the data we have, you know, the vendors know what, what best in, in class pricing should look like. So usually we can get the incumbent vendor really close to where we think it, it should be and what we think the other competitors would would provide. So it's it's not so much of a, a negotiation or you know pitting other vendors against each other. We don't play any of that game. We just know that you know the pricing for XYZ in Tulsa, Oklahoma should be four hundred dollars a month per location, and our clients paying five hundred and twenty dollars a month. And we're just trying to get them on the pricing tier that we know is available. And we know that that vendor offers other people in that area. That's great. And just to reiterate what a great opportunity this is, SIB has a 98% success rate in finding cost savings, right? So this isn't like few and far between. This is happening every day across multiple industries for companies through SIB, correct? Correct. Um, so it, it's extremely rare that we work with a client and we don't find them anything. Um, it's, you know, there's a really good chance because, you know, if you think about it, and especially if you think about the InfoSync clients, you know, most of the restaurant groups are, um, you know, multi-location, generally, you know, not less than, than 10 locations. They're usually in multiple states. They're going to have even for the same category. They're going to have a lot of different contracts with different vendors, or even sometimes it's the the same vendor, but they have different contracts at different locations. So they're going to have, you know, different termination dates. They're going to have different pricing structures, and it, it gets really really difficult to manage uh, for anybody. And when our team comes in, because they're they're doing that same thing every single day. We've got teams and all they do is look at, at trash bills day in and day out. Teams that just look at pest control. We have specialists that only look at bank fees every day. And they're really in the weeds the way that no, no normal client of ours should be spending that much time in those single categories. And, and that's, that's the main difference is just the fact that because we have systems in place and people that have this, this very specific spend knowledge we can do the work very efficiently versus, uh, you know, somebody on the finance team having to spend, you know, hours and hours on the phone trying to talk to customer service and get different bids and, and re-explain it to the next vendor they want to talk to. You know, we streamline that whole process so we can take, you know, months off of work that, that a company would have to do internally and bring it straight back and know that they're not going to waste time 
you know, working on something that they might already have great pricing on, but we're going to drive as much savings as possible in, in all of these areas in, in a, a very short amount of time. Well, I do know that SIB has worked with several of our clients here at InfoSync and found significant cost savings for most, if not all of them. We've heard nothing but great things, and um, we are so excited to be partnered with you. And Christian, thank you so much for joining me today on this podcast. I look forward to our partnership and helping people achieve success together. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate it, Ashley, and thanks so much. Thank you for listening to our monthly podcast. If you have a topic or a question for our industry experts, you can shoot us an email at hello at issvc.com. You can find and subscribe to our podcasts on our website at www.issvc.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. This was Power 30, and I am Ashley Dameron, your host, podcast producer, and marketing and communications manager for InfoSync to power people, enabling them to maximize their success. 